Hey, what's up? It's Sage. And I'm Autumn. Welcome to The Weekly Basis. Oh, I hate it. I hate how I said Bruh. Hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> How's it going? Well, you know, pretty good. For me, how's it going for you? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. What do you mean, yeah? We've got fun plans tonight. We've got a friend joining it. What? A, a furry friend in the, in the hizzle. The recording spot today. We are recording in a new location yet again. We just record all over all over the U.S. Except we've only Except ever... we've only ever recorded in Florida. One state. <laughs> all over Florida. How's your week been? Have you done anything exciting? Or I guess... Few weeks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. By the way, sorry we missed last week's episode. Autumn was sick. We yes. meant to post, and we both completely forgot about it. <laughs> so I apologize <laughs> about that. Uh, so yeah, sorry I was sick, deathly ill. Not really. I just had a stuffy nose. She's actually dead. And <laughs> I'm a ghost. <laughs> As it goes. So the move. Well, any well talk about anything else. Um, I skipped my anatomy class yesterday. Why? Because, uh, so I'm house-sitting right now for a friend of mine. I had a lot going on with the dog. It was my first morning with the dog, and I had to help Michael move a mattress because he bought a mattress from them, and there was just a lot going on, and by the time I got to school, it was like 8.45, and class started at 8.30, and I was like, meh. Forget it. Forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, that's pretty much, I mean, besides that, I just did normal schoolwork stuff, so. Okay. Uh, Anyways, our movie review. We probably don't sound very enthused, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know why. We just kind of sound blah. I don't know. I did wake up at 3.30 in the morning today, and I'm not sure how I'm going to survive this 3:30 night. 3.30 in the morning? I told you I was walking the dog at 4. That is true. Why? Because I wanted to make sure that he got some exercise before um, you went to work. Before I went to work, because I was going to be gone for eight hours. And I knew Fair. I wasn't going to... Usually I play with him like three times a day in the morning, afternoon, night. But like <laughs> I'm not going to be able to tonight because we got plans. It's Halloween weekend. Yeah. So happy Halloween. I know this comes yeah. out on Tuesday. Happy but Halloween. This happy is... Halloween regardless. Okay. Okay. Let's get into it. Yeah. So, the movie, <laughs> the movie we're reviewing today is Not Okay, which, which is on Hulu. Is it a Hulu original? I think it it might be. I feel like it is. Um, I know it came out a little while ago. It came out in, like, January or February or something. I don't know. But it said it was hot um, <laughs> no, on Hulu. It was like trending. Trending. <laughs> New. <laughs> the hot. In movies right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what we picked to do for you guys. we got to keep up with the time. We're, we're cool. We're hip. <laughs> oh, also, um, if we sound a bit echoey, it's I'm the, sorry. It's the space we're in. Yeah. We can't do nothing about it. This person's house is just a lot better than where we normally are. Yeah, it's it's a high-quality house. It really is. Really uh, so, also, we kind of have a new format movie talk oh yes 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 um so originally we kind of just like go through the movie and talk about whatever but we're having a little more (laughs) we're actually having sort of like a mini (laughs) rebranding sort of like uh we're just gonna 
it just become more organized basically. The new format for Movie Talk Tuesdays is we're going to talk about three things that we liked about the movie, three things that we didn't like about the movie, and then also give a rating. Right. And then also I'm going to go into some behind the scenes stuff. Right, I forgot you did that. Not like, obviously there's not a lot of like, because, okay, right. the reason that we decided to do the behind the scenes stuff is because, you know the movie Don't Worry Darling that has come out semi-recently? There's a lot of drama surrounding that movie, and so we thought it would be nice if we like looked into any like behind the scenes stuff with all the movies that we do. Yeah. So I mean, there's obviously not a ton of drama surrounding this movie, but right. I mean, there's a few articles that I found that would talk yeah. like interviews with the cast and so stuff. Any, yeah, just anything to learn about the movie, whether it be who wrote it, the people in it, inspirations, yeah. feelings about it, whatever. Things like that. I would like to say right off the bat, I did write down. Um, four things that I disliked and not three. <laughs> Dang. So. <laughs> That's okay. And I said that, but I did actually really enjoy the movie. So. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, it's okay. I know I That's okay. didn't follow the rules. <laughs> How dare you? You have to cut one. <laughs> okay, right. let me think. It's all good. If you, I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter how yeah. many we do. So yeah. Um, do we just want to go, do we want to do dislikes or likes first? Um, I guess dislike start off with okay. the bad. Or should we start off with behind the scenes? I want to do behind the scenes at the end. Okay, that works. Uh, okay, let me get my little noty notes. There Not we go. Okay. Should, oh, should we do a little um, synopsis? Synopsis, yeah. Okay, so a little synopsis that comes up is a misguided young woman who is desperate for friends and fame fakes a trip to Paris to update her social media presence. A terrifying incident takes place in the real world, which becomes a part of the imaginary trip and offers all she wants. That makes it sound like good. Like that it she does. did a good thing. Um, so, <laughs> a little background on that. She did pretend to go to Paris, like I said, and then on the news... The bombing happened. There was a bombing that happened in Paris, and so she basically was like, oh... I was there. I was totally there. I have so much trauma. And now. so everybody started liking her, and she just lied about being in a terrorist attack, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, went to a whole support group. Yeah. Which, to be fair, that was a really good idea to go it to. It was a good idea, however, it was it makes her a horrible person. I mean, it's horrible, <laughs> like, that's the best place like, to go to learn like, what you need to fake, basically. The fact that she went there and was, like, taking notes. She was. She was like, okay, loud sounds <laughs> are scary. It was messed up. It was. Especially because there was, like, the other main character girl who had gone through a school shooting. Mm-hmm. I can't. Okay. Um, okay, so dislikes, dislikes, dislikes. Okay, you can start. So the first thing that I have is the sex scene. Ew, I hated the oh, sex scene. Yeah, that was horrible. I hated it so much, especially when um, Dylan O'Brien's character—I can't remember his name—but he was. Oh, oh. I can't remember his name, but he was like the way he was like dirty talking to her, like, oh, like you're such a. She's just a helpless girl, and yeah. it's like, oh, you're so broken. And it was like, Ugh. What are you doing? I hated the sex scene. That was a strong dislike. His name is Colin. Colin. <laughs> it, what, I will say that, um, I, I guess, like, I understand why they did it. It's because the, the reason she made this whole Paris story up is, is to impress Colin. Yeah. Essentially. Um, and so then, like, she ended up 
having sex with him in his bathroom. At the, For like five seconds. Five seconds <laughs> on top of a sink. And then she had to go and get plan B. Yeah, that <laughs> oh was funny. That part was funny. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, I hated <laughs> the sex scene. That was really When he cute. finished though, like that was my immediate thought. I was like, you, that? You and just then, went in there. In there. And she was like, did you just in me? And he was like, and then it cut to her getting plan B, which I thought was funny. Um, but yeah, I think it was good that they showed that because it was like her expectations of like, oh, this Not really met. famous guy that I'm impressing sucks. Also, it was like her co-worker. Oh, yeah. It was. But, like, she works at like... A magazine. A magazine. She's a writer. Well, she oh, became a writer. She became... She, she was a, a photo writer. writer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my first dislike. Do you want me to say all three of mine or like go back and forth? We can go back and forth. Okay, go. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so my first one, um, I did not like how they portrayed Danny, who's the main character, um, her dad. <laughs> I did not like it. So when she comes back <laughs> from Paris, quote unquote, yeah. um, her dad is just like sobbing. He's just staring at her so sobbing. emotional. Like, oh my god, I could have lost you, my baby girl. Like, I, I was like, <laughs> sir, this is this is a lot right now. Like, calm down. <laughs> like, okay. I understand uh, first. First, like when you first see him, like, oh my god, but he was literally sitting in the house, she was drinking hot cocoa, and he was sobbing, and it was like hours after she returned home. I will say, it's probably exaggerated a little bit, because like, it's a movie, but also, yeah. like, I can't imagine, like, my child, like, I'm not a parent, and so like, That's I can't true. even imagine that, and so, yeah. maybe it is more realistic than we think. That's true. It just um, definitely, like you said, felt dramatized, and so I was like, yeah, this is a I will <laughs> say, though, that, um... Like, later when, like, everything blows up and, like, she goes back to her parents, like, her dad, like, still cares, but, like, gives her a hug. Remember yeah. that part? I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I loved that. I was like, oh, her dad doesn't hate her. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess I should clarify, it wasn't really how he was pra- portrayed throughout the movie, more so just, like, right when she got back from Paris and how he was, like, so emotional for so long in such a dramatic way. It was like, sorry. <laughs> I, I can get, th- yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, my next one is, okay, I'm, like, like, I don't hate it, but, like, it was just, like, a, a minor dislike that okay. they kind of gave away that she got caught, like, just right from the get-go, like, you know, when she's, like, scrolling and, like, everybody's, like, oh, I hate her, I hate her, like, they, like, that's the very first scene. Oh, okay. And I kind of didn't like that, like, because now I'm just like, well, this whole time, like, I know that she's going to get caught. Like, it, they could have yeah. taken that out, and it could have been like, well, is she going to get away with it or not? Yeah, I actually agree. I When I was watching it, I didn't I didn't really feel any particular way about it. I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it. But now that you say that, thinking about how the movie would have been watched if we didn't know that from the beginning definitely would have been, I think, you would have been on the edge of your seat more for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, is she going to get away with it? Because now I'm just like... Okay, now I'm just waiting for her to get caught as opposed yeah. to, like, will she get caught or mm-hmm. won't she? So, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I get, Like I said, I didn't, like, hate it. Like, it didn't ruin the movie or right. anything. But it was, it was something that they could have done differently. Okay. So, my next one is that I didn't... So, Harper, which is one of her co-workers. Which one? The one with the short hair? Yeah, the one okay. that ended up catches her. catching her. I do not like how she connected the dots because... Danny left her computer open on her desk with the video running. Who does that? That doesn't that doesn't seem realistic to also, me. Also, why is she snooping around in her private things anyway? That that makes a little more sense to me because she was suspicious of her. 
and yeah. she thought it was a lie. I, I guess I agree that, like, I don't think she should have just left her laptop there. Especially with a video running. Like, at least close the laptop. I feel like any normal person <laughs> would at least pause yeah. the video, close the laptop. She didn't pause the video? No, it was playing. Hmm. She left it playing, which was weird. Okay. Plus, I feel like most people would have taken their computer or put it away. I yeah, for sure. Especially if you're doing something Especially like, if you're, that. like it's a, if you have a big lie, like yeah. a big secret, like a really big one, girly. So I I didn't like that. It felt too easy, I guess, and just also she made a lot of mistakes, like the whole like Notre Dame thing. Yeah. Come on, do your research. If you're gonna make a lie, like you made a whole website. She did. And you're telling me that you didn't do a little research? Yeah, you didn't come up with things you did in Paris. But be a better liar is basically what I'm trying to say. It's like she got comfortable in her ability to lie. She's like, oh yeah, I'm like doing so good at this. Let me just... And then as soon as somebody digs a little deeper, mm-mm, falls apart. Yeah. Also, okay, this just this is not something that I wrote down, but I just mm-hmm. thought about it. Um, the magazine company at the end of the movie when everybody figures out that she lied and everything um they're like oh we did research like we did some background research on her and like this experience and like everything seemed to check out like how much did you really do because i feel like it wouldn't have been hard to figure out that it was a lie especially with that fake website and everything well it like that's what that that's what's, what's Harper? The, Harper. That's what Harper was saying. Like, does nobody yeah. do background checks anymore? Mm-hmm. Or does no like she said a comment like that? Yeah. And I think <clears throat> the person who owns the magazine or whatever responds, was like, Oh yeah, we did. It's probably what did you didn't. Do? <laughs> she probably lied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to cover up her her fuck up. Yeah. You know? hmm Now this might be controversial. Okay. I didn't like the ending. Okay. So that's not one that I wrote down, but I don't know how I feel about it. Because when it happened, I was like, what? Yeah. See, okay. See, I get the not... So, it's kind of like with the whole, like, they gave away the be- the, that opening scene. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, um, like, I get the novelty of the way the ending was supposed... I get the novelty of it. Like, yeah. Like, the, even the last section is like, I don't get a redemption arc. Um, oh, right, yeah. And so, that was true. She didn't get a redemption arc. She... Everybody still hates her. We don't know <laughs> what happens to her. Yeah. Um... However, I'm nosy. I want to know what happened to her. <laughs> right. I want to know how it played out. I want to know if she ever did talk to um, the girl again. Rowan. Yeah, I want to know if she ever made up with her. or Like, I, I wanted closure, and I feel like I didn't get it. No, I definitely agree. However, some movies aren't meant to end that way, per se. Yes. And so I can't decide if it was supposed to or if... I don't know. But I'm just going to stick with I didn't like the ending. <laughs> you see, part of me understands why they did it that way because like you said she doesn't get a redemption arc and how really are they supposed to resolve it other than time just passing and well they could have done a time jump they could have like you know five years later or because like, like that like her mom was telling her like in the kitchen or whatever like how are you gonna get a job how are you gonna do how is she gonna do that because i'm really curious yeah because like she's ruined she is ruined mm-hmm. yeah I don't know. I was definitely flabbergasted when it ended because it was like, that's the ending. It was very abrupt. It, it was just, just, we're done? Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I get it, but I also, like, I agree with you. I wanted more. I wanted closure. It felt very abrupt. It was like, man, what? I just watched this whole movie and now I don't know what happens. Exactly. She's just sad and everybody hates her. Exactly. <laughs> and, but again, maybe that's the point. So, I, I mean, don't know. It probably is because it's showing people, yo, don't do shit like that. 
So that was my third dislike. So that's all my dislikes. So now you go. Okay. So my next dislike is I do not like that Danny didn't tell Rowan first. I agree. I was very upset. So when, okay. Um, so Harper basically tells um, Danny, hey, I'm going to tell everybody that you lied or I'll give you a few days to do it yourself. I don't remember how long she gave her. And so she eventually writes an article um, for the magazine without anybody knowing and posts it saying, hey, everything I did was a lie. Um, but she doesn't tell Rowan first, who she basically developed Got this really close with. with, like a big sister to her. Yes, and Rowan is from the support group. She was in a school shooting, so that's why she was Has there. trauma. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't understand. I guess... I, I understand how it could be hard for her to tell Rowan, but... But, like, she was going to find out from this article anyway, and, like, what did you expect to happen? You think she was just going to be like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a worse way to find out, especially when you have such a close connection to somebody like that. And you're about to release this to the entire world, knowing everybody's going to hate you. You should at least tell the girl who you created... Bonded with. Bonded with over this thing you lied about. She trusted you, bro. Yeah. It's <laughs> just... And so that made me really upset. And, like, you know when they have that conversation that we can't hear, like, in the... Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, like, I can't remember exactly, but I think I, like, see her mouth. Like, I had to find out from an article. Like, yeah, I had to yeah, find yeah. Out from you. <laughs> True facts. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. I was just really mad at her for doing that. But it's not like she did a bunch of good things in this movie. To be fair. This is true. <laughs> the movie r- literally starts out with a content warning, and one of the <laughs> things is unlikable female protagonist, which is very accurate. She's not a very she likable She is not likable. One of the things that I wrote down when I was taking notes on the movie was she she wanted people to like her, to notice her so bad, but she was mean to everybody. It's like, why? What do you mean? She was... She... Um, Ignored people when she was talking to those people about the oh, yeah. the queer bowling. She was, you know, not super nice about that. She was kind of a little bit, r- not rude, but Insens- insensitive. That's a good way to say it. And she, like the the guys, That's what she I'm saying, like with, her like social cues are not very good. They're not good. And it's I understand that you want to be noticed, you want to have friends, and all these things. But maybe start off with being a nice person first. But. You know that guy that was, like, sits next to her at her desk and she can never yeah. get his name right? Like, mm-hmm. that could have like been that. a friend. Things that could have like been that. a friend. Yeah. She but just no. never listened to him when he talked. So obsessed. Didn't get the name right. Oh, speaking of not getting the name right, I thought it was hilarious when Colin got her name wrong. Just like she got the other guy's name wrong, who I don't know and I feel bad about that. Kevin. Is it Kevin? Kelvin? It's Cal. It's definitely Calvin. She called him Kevin, though. Um, but I thought that was funny when Colin got her name wrong. Because I was like, ha. Bitch. See how it feels? See how it feels? Not very Not good. good. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I have one last dislike, which this is just kind of a personal dislike. I did write that I think it was pretty accurate because, like you said, it is a Gen Z movie and she is trying to be I trendy think I know what you're gonna and say. everything. There was a lot of just cringy mannerisms that she did. The little, yeah, the two finger that in the, in the movie, in the, in the elevator. I literally was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just little cringy things that pe- people do off TikTok, stuff like that. She did but that throughout. That was part of, that's like, 
It's on purpose. It's on purpose and it makes sense, so I respect it for the movie, but it just it made is me cringy, cringy to see. <laughs> but I guess that's the point. Because we are Gen Z, but we're like the older Gen Z. Right. Yeah, I'm not the... We're not the youngins. Not the youngins. Gen, Gen Z, I think, starts at 1996. And it goes all the way to like 2007 or something. Does it? I don't know. It's long. I'm going to look it up. Oh, it's 2012. <laughs> See that's crazy. Yeah, we're on the older end. <laughs> like, wow. yeah, it's nineteen ninety seven and two thousand twelve. Yeah, and we were both born in two thousand one, so so like four years from the top one, as opposed to uh... <laughs> eleven year difference between <laughs> us and two thousand twelve. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Okay, they're 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 like ten years old. I'm like 10 years See, old. I, and we're 21. I don't associate with 10 I don't associate with 10 year olds. <laughs> I don't, I or barely, even 16 year olds. I barely associate with 18 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> they feel young to me. You're telling me 10 years, 10, 10 year olds are in my group? So, yeah. So it was cringy. Okay. Anything else to add to your dislike? Nope. That was all of them. Okay. Time for likes. On to the likes. Okay. What do we like? So, my first thing is I really like the formatting, the fact that they split it up into parts oh, like that, yeah. like chapters. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that, because it's, it doesn't happen a lot in movies, and it just, in, like, it didn't, it didn't even feel like abrupt Mm-mm. changes either, and, like, and, like, the whole, the, the titles of them themselves I, were fun. They were. Like, I don't get a redemption arc. Yeah. Like, that was like perfect. That. No, I, I like I that, too. It. I don't really have much to say about that one. That was just a, just the format. Yeah. That was good. The first thing that I have is I, this is probably one of my favorite things that they did in the movie, was Rowan and Danny's relationship. I loved it so much. So, um, Rowan, like you said, she was in a school shooting, and during that school shooting, she lost her sister. Her older sister. Her older sister. So, Danny kind of, um, replaced, not replaced. Starting to. Well, starting to I feel like their relationship could have grown more if it wasn't abruptly, you know, messed up. And definitely... Could have been an older sister. Yeah, they were definitely giving off sister energy, and I just really liked their relationship. Um, that's the most genuine I think Danny ever was. I agree. I will say, though, that you know how when she does her, like, spoken word poem thing at the end, and she talks about how, like, um, like, I let you use my words, and I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. That is something that I didn't like um, yeah. about their relationship, because in the beginning, she was definitely just using her because she, she had was. a platform, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that she based her whole article based on something somebody that else. somebody else said, mm-hmm. and then she, repo- and then you could see it on her face, though, like, when she was reposting on it, like, yeah. her face was just, like... Like uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. she did it anyway. I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that either. And later on in the movie, Danny's when um they were gonna go speak at that march together. Danny said that people were saying they had a very similar voice. And it makes well, sense <laughs> because it was Rowan's words. Yes. Um, so I like the relationship. I get near the middle end Once of the it movie, became more genuine. right before it blew up, basically. But it did break my heart watching it, knowing what Danny did and how it was going to end. And that, that the scene good. in the car when she, like, plays Avril Lavigne for her yes, to calm her down, that was, that was so, so good. See, things like that. It's like, okay, Danny, 
Why can't you be like this all the time? Like, look at you paying attention <laughs> and being genuinely nice. Yeah. You can do it, girly. You have it in you. This is when I like you. <laughs> do you realize like, the difference here? <laughs> You're amazing right now. But all this other shit you, you have did? have it in you to be a good person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> the second one. I thought that Dylan O'Brien did a really good job portraying his character. Yes. Because it was so accurate and so good. Like, he was the definition of a fuckboy. He was. It was so good. Like, the he way was. he was talking. You know that part when, um, I think it's Harper and him are, like, in the hallway, and he, she, she's just like, you're from Minnesota or something. Oh, my God, that killed me. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, he had this, <laughs> had not really, like, an accent, but the way he talked. Like, yeah. He's fuckboyish, like he said. It was just, like, an, like an act, a persona. He mm-hmm. had a persona that he portrayed to the world, and then she's just like, you're from Montana or, like, Minnesota yeah. or something, and he's like... Whatever. His voice completely changed. <laughs> it's it like so no, it's like quote unquote normal. Yeah. Like it was I know it was so funny. But yeah, he he was just very believable because yeah. Dylan O'Brien is like a nice person, mm-hmm. I think. And so like, the, I just thought he did a really good job. I do too. I think I because think I hated him. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say he was a good character, but he was portrayed no. very well. Yes. Um and I did not like the fact every time you saw him, he was, like, blowing smoke <laughs> from his vape. Oh, uh, I thought that was Oh, my God. Every the joy. Time. The joy with all the twins got him, like, lighting that all of them me. up. That was so funny. Oh, my God. And when Danny was like, yeah, I smoke all the time. And, <laughs> and then that homeless lady sitting on the floor that was just like, what is going on? And then when Danny gave the homeless lady that bag. <laughs> what am I going to do with this? What the fuck am I going to do with this? I think it was the same. I think it was the same lady. It was. Yeah, yeah I think it was, it was too. Yeah, so, yeah, I thought Dylan O'Brien did a great job. He was good. He was good. Okay. Um, okay, the next thing that I have is something that I liked and also something I want to kind of discuss because I don't okay. really know why they... I have an idea of why they added it in there, but I kind of want to see what you think. So, um, I liked that Danny saw that hooded figure everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, so um... The the put the potential person who had done the bombings like yeah. a, a video was like taken of this guy who was in a in yellow a green hood. Ho- <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like an army green looking thing. Oh, I thought it was yellow, like a raincoat. Okay. Well, regardless, man. it's a man. He's in a hood. You can't see his face. Yes. And <laughs> so after Danny kind of lies about this whole terrorist attack thing, she sees the hooded figure all the time everywhere even though she was never there she was never there and i think that's interesting because some people can have flashbacks and things like that when they experience actual trauma and obviously she didn't experience trauma so in my mind i thought maybe it was kind of a i think it was guilt it was her guilt yeah it was her guilt um that she was seeing all over the place i I agree i thought that was a really interesting thing that they did Mm -hmm. because like i said like, similar to what somebody would go through in an actual trauma experience, but, so she's experienced the same thing, but for a different reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. So I guess there wasn't much discussion. <laughs> Anyways. Because <laughs> I didn't disagree well, with yeah. you. Know? I was like, yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else it would be, so. Um, the last thing that I have for things that I like is, is the soundtrack. I oh, liked the okay. music that they played for mm-hmm. a lot of it. Um, I agree. I, like I don't know, it's like, some songs I knew, some songs I didn't know, and I just feel like they all like, fit the movie really well. Yeah, yeah, they did. So I like the soundtrack. Alright. Um, the last thing I have is I really liked um, Rowan's character. I think 
she was just a really good character in general, and also the actors that played her, I think, did a really good job mm-hmm. acting. Mm-hmm. I just thought, I think the acting in general in the movie was good, um, but I specifically talked about Rowan's character because, I mean, she did that whole speech at the end where she basically wrote a poem talking about how much Danny hurt her, and she was just very passionate when she was acting in those scenes, and I just think she did a really good job. Even the scene when they were, like, fighting in that office. Yes. And then we couldn't hear them. You could clearly see, like, the emotions that they were portraying. Mm-hmm. And the scene where she... They were at the... The movement against... Yeah, uh, it was like a rally. A rally, and some dumbasses threw firecrackers in and the she crowd. she had a panic attack. She had a panic attack. I think that was really well portrayed, too. Uh, I just think she did a really good job. And I think they honestly did a good job about handling... The movie itself did a good job about handling a sensitive topic like school shootings. Mm-hmm. And I think they definitely did a good job at that comparison of somebody that is lying about going through a traumatic experience but actually didn't and somebody that did. Because honestly, if those firecrackers had, hap- like, had happened, right, Danny would have been in the same yeah. boat. But she wasn't. She wasn't because... She was lying. She was lying. She wasn't actually in a bombing. <laughs> and so you could... Yeah, it was like... It was good to see that parallel between, even though, even though they were different traumas, they had, like, similar, yeah, like, loud noise type things to mm-hmm. them, um, and anxiety-inducing type yeah. things, so it was nice to see the parallel of, like, someone who had gone through an actual trauma and someone who was lying about going through mm-hmm. a trauma, like you just said. And it shows how serious it can be and why you shouldn't fucking lie about it. Which is why I'm so surprised she kept going with it because she she saw she what kept, it actually does to people. I think it was just she was scared, obviously, to mm-hmm. come to like you know you're in too deep at this point. Yeah, so, so I can get that. I wouldn't. Uh, I never lie about that though. Obviously, no. she should have lying about going to Paris is one thing. She did go out of her way to really like do the most, create a website, <laughs> all this shit. But when you learned about the terrorist attack, that's when it should have been over. Well, you know, like when she was on the phone with I think her mom, and she was gonna come clean, but then she noticed that like she was getting all these likes and all these and calls and all these texts, and like mm-hmm. people were liking her, and that wasn't how it was before. So I mean, it's partly to blame, like that, she, like not a lot of people were there for her before, but, like, she kind of did that to herself. She wasn't a good person, so uh, what do you expect? So, I don't know. It's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated, but don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's really easy not to do. No, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> like, if you had, like, honestly, this could have all been avoided if you had just, so, she was talking to Colin, and, um, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go on this retreat, and then he's like, oh, cool. Um, she could have just been like, oh, the retreat got canceled. Yeah. And then they would have been, would have been fine. I mean, he really, I mean, he did give her attention after he learned about the retreat, so. Well, but. he gave her the most attention because of the bonding. Yeah, but he started to, about the Paris, so. Mm-hmm. And that's when he followed her and everything, and she was like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Time for the rating, right? Oh, yeah, I have a little note, so I'll just read this real quick. Sure. So, um, honestly, I think the movie was really well, pretty well done. Um, I think the cinematography was really good as well. The acting, like I said, and the soundtrack, like you said. Um, And I definitely think it feels like something that could happen in real life. I could see how somebody could, could first of all, lie about just going to Paris and then get stuck in this 
oh, well, this happened. Now I have to keep up the lie to and keep up this And have it blow up on the internet like it did because it's so prevalent mm-hmm. today. So I definitely, it feels realistic. Like we talked about the Gen Z thing. I think it was portrayed pretty accurately. Um, and I think the movie flowed really well. There's no parts where I was bored. Um, yeah. It, it kept up the flow really well, I think. So I gave it a four out of five. Wow, <laughs> I gave it a three out of five. All right. Any particular reason why you didn't go higher? Four out of five. I uh, felt too high. Like, <laughs> I. Four out of five. Like, I wouldn't watch it again. I don't think I would watch it again either. But, like, that's but, how I. Like, that's how it's, like, rated in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, four out of five. Like, I could watch this a few times and, like, mm-hmm. still enjoy it and stuff, but. I don't think I could watch this again, at least not for, like, a really long time. Yeah. And, like, I didn't think it was that profound. Like, it was kind of just like, oh, this is this is nice. Like, mm-hmm. this is a nice movie. Yeah. It talks about some interesting and things. So, yeah, 3 out of 5. Yeah. I, personally... Maybe, maybe sorry, maybe I won't put it up to, like, a 3.5 out of 5. Okay. Personally, in my mind, when I rate movies, I try and compare them to other movies and how I like them in comparison. And so I was, I gave, look both ways, well, I originally said like a 3.6 or something, and then I bumped it up to a 4, so I think I liked those movies similarly. Pretty equally. So that's why I gave the 4 out of 5. Okay. Alright. I'm really surprised that we didn't have any of the same likes or dislikes. Me too. Me too. Go us. Ooh, being diverse. We didn't do that on purpose. We watched this movie completely independently. Yeah, completely independent because we didn't want to influence each other. Yeah, and, and we, we didn't. We didn't. We wrote the notes independently. Everything. That's, <laughs> That's good. So good funny. for us. I was waiting for for I one know. of us to have the same thing. Well, we never did. So now we'll do some behind the scenes stuff for a little bit. Autumn is doing that. Go queen. <laughs> okay. So there's this article about the inspirations, according to the director, who is Quinn Shepherd. She's also an actress. Okay. So inspirations. So she says uh, the idea for the movie was like a strange lightning bolt moment that hit her as a concept out of nowhere. She wanted to do as much research for it as possible. So Shepherd explored scanners and people who fake survival stories, um, oh, okay. consuming whatever article, podcast, or documentary she could, reading books like um, John Ronson's So You've Been Publicly Shamed, and much more. So she did like a lot of like oh, extensive background research for it. I mean, that makes sense why it felt the way that it did then. I started, this is what it says, I started working on Not Okay in 2018. The Summer of Scam was definitely on the top of my mind. Um, so, but so were YouTube documentaries, like, um, Jeffree Star, James Charles, and, like, Shane Dawson, like, his yeah. whole cancellation type mm-hmm. thing. So, that, that's what was all going on when she had this idea for this movie. Oh, all this was ha- okay. Because she came up with the idea in 2018. Right. Cancel culture. And then the whole, like, rise of school shootings and Trump and all of that. So, very, like, yeah. controversial time. Right. Makes sense. Very fitting for the movie, I'd say. Oh, okay. This, and then it goes on to talk about the whole like content warning that we talked about. Mm-hmm. So, when Not Okay begins, it includes a content warning that advises the audience they're about to be confronted with an unlikable female protagonist. 
is a biting joke with which to kick off the film. It was important to Shepard, though, to explore the complexities of that label, painting Danny as both somewhat relatable and also unforgivable. And I think that's a really, like, relatable and unforgivable. Definitely they did that. <laughs> because, like, we talked about, like, her mannerisms and things. Like, relatable. Yeah. Hater, though. <laughs> Hater. Yeah, not good. <laughs> she did a really bad thing. Uh, yeah, okay. Then this is interesting. Korean thrillers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shepard wanted to create a feeling of tension within not okay, even down to the cinematography. Is that the the separation in parts? So it says, I was really impacted by Korean thrillers for this. It seems like a strange reference, but there is a fear to the movie. Like the whole anxiety, like fear. Like kind of like tense. Yes. If they hadn't given away. I was about to say that. I think if she wouldn't have introduced the ending in the beginning, I would have yes. been more But then tense. again, it's it's just like um, inspiration. So she wasn't trying to right. completely Do recreate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny that some critics are saying that it's almost a modern day horror movie. Don't agree. No. Um, because I wanted there to be a lot of tension and a lot of visual humor. There, I feel like there was a lot of visual yeah, humor. Yeah. Like the whole uh, putting fingers together. I don't know how to describe that. Finger guns. Pointed in point towards each other. together. Tap. <laughs> well, I don't know what the fuck you call that. Yeah, I didn't talk about the section thing. Oh, okay. See, that seems... But that does seem like it would be. Okay, um, and then that. dark comedies. But I mean, like... Um, that kind of makes that, sense. That fits. Yeah. That's not exactly surprising. Um, so she talks about loving, like, American Beauty, Heathers, and Election. Okay. Heathers is, I feel like, a really good... I've never seen it, but I, I'm familiar with um, the concept. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I just, I'm also very familiar with the concept. And then, like I said, there wasn't really a lot of drama around it, so I didn't really know what else to... I mean, that's good. I feel like what you... Look into. What you said was was a pretty good um, idea. Oh, there's this sense. article that I was curious about. It's like... How Quinn Shepard and Nadia Alexander fell in love while making Not Okay. I don't know who Nadia Alexander is, though. So. Oh! Oh, it's Harper! Oh! 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 Um, Wait, really? Yeah, it's the article <laughs> oh says. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm glad I clicked Why don't you just it. be clickbait? <laughs> <laughs> they that just, are true. they great friends? <laughs> okay. So the making of the film was all was something of a fairy tale romance for writer director Quinn Shepard and actress Nadia Alexander who plays Harper. After meeting on Shepard's previous film, uh, Blame, Shepard and Alexander oh they've been dating. Oh. So after meeting on Shepard's previous film, Blame, Shepard and Alexander started dating, ultimately leading to a late night proposal on the set of Not Okay. She proposed They're on the set. Wait, who? Which one? Harper? I don't know. Okay. Hold the, on. Somebody proposed. The dog's here, so if you hear you hear dog sounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here's like a little bit of an inter- like a conversation with an interview. Okay? Okay. With Harper and... With Quinn. Yeah, with uh, Quinn and Nadia Quinn are and their Nadia. names. Okay. <laughs> so it says, did you two meet through Blame, which is the original movie that they were... Um, on together. So, Quinn says, yeah, we did. And Nadia says, yeah, we met at my callback because Quinn reached out to me on Facebook and was like, hi, would you like to audition for my movie? And I was like, yeah, why not? That girl seems cool. (laughs) And then I sent her a tape. 
is that audition are already a form of flirtation. <laughs> um, honestly, when I met Nadia, I'd never dated a woman before. Oh, interesting. And when I met Nadia, I immediately felt just very enamored by her talent and personality. I oh. was like, this girl is so funny and so good. Every situation she's in, she's just her. Oh, my God. That's it's so cute. very rare that you meet somebody who is just so themselves. We were just like best friends. We weren't necessarily clear that it was flirtation. During the shoot and stuff, we were just friends. Oh, my God. And then Nadia's like... This is like, the shoot of Blame. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then... And we got really close very fast. So they officially got together after the movie wrapped. Okay. Keep it professional. Oh, now it's going to talk about the proposal. Oh, my okay. God. Yes. This is what we're here for. So after five years, they did two <laughs> proposals. So... It says, but tell me how the proposal went down. I'm not okay. This doesn't feel like an especially romantic film to me, but I know yeah. relationships have their own logic. And right, so right, Quinn right. says, the setting was romantic, even if the film is not deci- is decidedly not. And Nadia says, I knew years ago that I wanted to marry this person. I was like, I'm done. This is it. We're good. And I always had this idea that because we had met on a film set, I would love to prop- So Nadia proposed. I don't know. Okay. That's the act, like the Harper. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I always had this idea that because we had met on a film set, I would love to propose to her on a film set, ideally her next film. And so when oh. Not Okay got green lit, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. This is it. And I started telling people slowly on set, like, keep it secret, but I'm going to do this at the end of a wrap. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so exciting. Finish the movie, get proposed to. And so everyone was involved and invested in the, in, the, in the location scout helps me find the spot because it's also ended up being at 1 in the morning. Oh, my God. Wow. I wanted to do it in front of the Lincoln Center Fountain because that would have been so pretty. But, yeah, they close it at 10 p.m. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we were running really late and behind the scenes. Um, so, yeah. So when it was 1 in the morning and I made Quinn come out to do a TikTok, <laughs> of course, very on brand. Very on brand for the movie <laughs> and the times. And then, so what? Which the whole casting group was really excited to do it at one a.m. They were like, "Guys, we're gonna go shoot a TikTok," and I was like, "Wow, everyone's in a really good mood, bro." If to it was go do 1 social media at one a.m., <laughs> I was gonna be like, "I'm tired. We really need to do this TikTok right now." <laughs> when literally was like, "Why are we all excited about this TikTok right now?" <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> But it was not a TikTok. It was a proposal. Aww. And it was the best ever. It was so sweet. That's sweet. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's so cute. Romance. The more you know. Yeah. See, you guys would never know. Wow, well, glad we looked into that. I would have never known. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a more conversation. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Yeah, that's okay. So, yeah. There has been a romance. Wow. Hey, guys. We actually did... I was a little worried that this is going to be a shorter episode. All right. Yeah. So that was our review and behind the scenes of Not Okay. So, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you should not have listened to this whole thing. No. You should go watch it. There's a lot of spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a few. Um, So... Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed. Yes, hope Let us know your opinions. Please. We'd love to hear... I guess Thank that's it then. Thank you for listening. Oh, I remember. I hope you guys like the new format. Hopefully it's... M- makes more sense. Makes more sense. It's better <coughs> to listen to. Um, you know, if you have any suggestions or ideas, definitely let us know. We're... Open. We're open and we're, we're looking to improve as much as we can. So hopefully this is in that direction. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.